Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos, that is Curse of Strahd. I'm your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, last left off party in continuing to explore the amber temple came upon a room with a uh architectures model uh, of an architect's model of uh what appeared to be castle ravenloft and buried uh or hidden within the the model was the hilt of a sword uh the sun sword that they sought in the temple so what would people like to do um i know we all desperately want to get out of this temple um i would like to actually examine the architect's model of ravenloft and look at the layout of it all and see kind of what what's all up in there all right uh roll me an investigation check Ooh, let's use what? our new dice. Well, what's left of it uh, after yeah. Beatrice poked it and made it fall down? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because, yeah, she poked it and then yeah. that's where the, the hilt of the sword was. Um, that is a 22. 22. Okay. So, uh, how we're going to play this is... I'm not necessarily going to tell you anything now. Uh, okay. But... If you find yourself uh, in Castle Ravenloft making investigation or perception checks within the uh, lower few levels, I will give you advantage on the check. Nice. Thank you, DM. Uh, for 22, you will have... You will be able to uh, apply that advantage to up to five checks. Okay. That's thank you. Yes. Um, well, I guess CV is just going to be poking around in there, and if she finds anything interesting, with she's just like, "Oh, look! There's a small room down here, and it looks a bit like a broom carpet." Um, she is going to be like calling that out to mm. everyone as she goes through. Investigating. Hmm. Is there anything else worth worth investigating around here, or, or should we um, get out? Just she kind of sticks her head out one like one of the little mini window. I'm assuming perspective wise, this is like when like a, a teenager is in like a children's playground, um, and they're just that little bit too tall. Um, I think uh, I don't know about this room in particular. Um. It depends if we want to keep looking in the library for a bit um, before we leave. Uh, well, it also depends on where we're going to go after this. 
because I know we want to go back to Mordenkainen, but I mean, if we do set up a fire in the library, we might be able to do some more research, maybe see if there are any books on Strad. But if not, we can just leave. I certainly don't particularly enjoy it here. I would certainly be excited to get out of the cold. <laughs> Sounds fair. Might take some time for you to identify this guild uh, while oh. we're there. Yes, that would be yes. Yes, quite. Yes. Um, I think I've learned everything I'm going to learn from this thing. Uh, so, and she's going to awkwardly climb out. Conrad is um, not paying much heed to that. He kind of looked over it when Beatrice pulled out the hilt, but then he's like, oh, it's literally just a hilt. Lame. Um, he did, however, procure a book, I think, from the chest that he'd been investigating. Yeah. Um, and so while Sebia's looking over the um, the model and um, they're kind of naturally on about, oh, should we leave the temple? Should we stay in there? He kind of like gets kind of a bit of a funny look over his face on like the idea of leaving the temple. So he instead opens the book to have a look through it while they're having a chat. Okay. Well, the tome, I suppose, that he procured. Okay. Um, roll me. Just roll me an arcana check to see how much you can kind of decipher. Okay. That was my arcana. Plus three. Uh, so 13. 13 it's there's there's a strangeness to the text um it is hard to hard to put your finger on what exactly is making it strange but it is um what language is it in it's reading through it it appears it appears to be common Okay. Um, but there, there's a strangeness to it that you can't quite put your finger on. Okay. Well, he pockets that for a bit later, I presume, as the others are having a continuing their conversation. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess once CB is out of the little castle, she's going to be like, well, um, do we want me to identify things now or do we want me to go back or do we want to go back to the library with the fire after we do a bit of a look around see if there's anything else interesting i think it would be prudent to uh vacate uh this location considering we have not cleared out the entire floor and we are not certain when those skulls will come back uh, if they shall since they seem to infest this place so probably best to find somewhere that you can batten down the hatches so to speak Yes. Very smart, Conrad. Very good. Uh, is there, Exley, anything else you want to do in here before we and your friends head back? Um, so, Exley, this whole conversation, since you guys went into that room with the, the architecture in it, he's been in the doorway of the second room, which I believe had couple of coffins in it or a couple of chests or something uh so uh this room the description was stone blocks resembling tables stand in the center of this room covered in dust carved into the stone walls and niches filled with uh hundreds of dusty bottles 
cobwebs hang from wooden ladders that lean against the walls. Oh, okay. yeah. I think we went past a room with coffins mm. on our way to the room uh, right that's now. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that the one with the the loathsome, wretched creatures in it? Or is that... A I don't think it was too room? far either, so... That was a so... separate room. That was, I think, that was Beatrice checked across the... Oh, okay. Mm-mm. All right, we um, so many rooms. Yeah, well, Exley has just been standing in that doorway, um, just sort of watching the whole interaction. He has yeah. seen someone pull out a sword hilt, but isn't really reacting to it. Um, and on being questioned, he goes, uh, <clears throat> I believe heading to safety might be a better o- option. Excellent. Of course, well, we should probably go and do that, then post-haste. And Kurt will, will just, like, start striding out of the room. Oh, oh, goodness, he... Yes, he does have quite long legs, doesn't he? Oh, gosh. And then... Scurry, scurry, scurry. <laughs> All right. So you're making your way out of the temple. Uh, uh, back to, to the, the library. library. Oh, to the library. 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 I will say when we do go past the place of the coffins, okay. though, Conrad does kind of just like stop and just stare in, into the um the doorway as either okay. people catch up or walk past him. I suppose. Yeah. Insight check. <laughs> I was going to say Beatrice is is would have come out of the the sort of lot last and would have seen Conrad stop in front of the doorway and would have stopped behind him. He's just lankily standing there, but you can do it inside check if you like. I was going to say, the one time I don't roll in that one and instead get a 17 on inside on Conrade. Oh, okay. He's probably not doing a lot, really. He is just kind of like, he's just like, he's not looking like he's about to like run into there or anything, but he's just kind of observing again. Um, just kind of like with um with his hand, like I guess a hand on his hip, Um. And like just like with the other hand kind of just like leaning against the doorway, looking inwards. Um he doesn't look again, like yeah, for that check, he doesn't look like he's about to run in, but he is like looks like he's been pulled there slightly, I suppose. Which is not out of character for what you know so far. Yeah. Beatrice, uh, as she's standing there, Beatrice will say, I think it's best we don't get separated from rest of group. Okay. Yes, yes, you're correct. Of course. After you. He kind of like gives another like look over to like like he's like studying and then like he turns around and kind of looks like he's like taking note of exactly where this location is and he's like good, good. And then he'll march onwards back to the to the library purposefully. Scurry, 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 scurry. So, is there anything you wish to do in the library? Uh, Beatrice is going to hand uh, the kilt to Sylvia and say, uh, if you would like to take time now to have a little look at this, mm-hmm. and hand it across. And she's then going to walk back to one of the bookshelves uh bookshelf on the right of the door and she's just going to find an interesting looking book and she's going to grab it off the shelf okay um just roll me a investigation check i guess 
There it is. Um, that's a ten. Ten. Okay, so you find you find um a a book that's on kind of the the practical use of uh magic for uh expo- exploration and survival. Um, Beatrice will then go across. Beatrice will sit sort of in the middle of the room, not sitting on a couch or anything, but just sort of in the middle of the room, sit down, open the book and say, Exophanta! <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Um, Sevia is going to start casting identify on the hilt and then is going to pause like mid glowing runes and be like um i know we haven't had a lot of time but if anyone has anything else they'd like me to identify in the meantime um i tend to get on a roll so am i good on this front (laughs) okay ah oh no can't he like a depending on how long that's taken for her to have a look at, um, he couldn't have like looked more at that the tome that he's picked up, has he, Darby? You can't um, glean more from it? Not necessarily more from it. Um, you can kind of... Uh, um, doesn't look like anything similar to spells that he's seen written in Strahd's book diary or anything, no, does it? No, it's not... You're able to tell it's not a spell book. It, okay. It's common, but just not anything particularly interesting about the writing. Um, so it's it seems it seems to be a collection of different things contained herein. So uh, poetry, historical accounts, um, like notes on survival, strategy. Um, okay, well, he's not going to pipe up then because it doesn't sound like anything particularly pressing or interesting that um, he would bother to show to Sevia. Um, but there, yeah, there, (laughs) yeah, there is something strange about it. You just can't put your finger on it. Oh yeah. That's not enough. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. Probably also cursed. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Well, I guess after that awkward silence, she's just going to go, okay. And then just keep runesing away. All right. Do. I think we'll go and talk to Esmeralda. Is Esmeralda doing anything in particular? Uh, not in particular, no. Okay, so they'll just go up to her and be like, Oh, hi! Um, isn't it exciting to possibly have found what we're looking for? Yeah, it is. It worries me, um, what may come next. What? Oh, what do you mean? Well... We we have all we need. If if that is all you've been told by Mother Eve. So what comes next is the devil himself. I'm gonna roll inside on Esmeralda. Okay. 
itchy. That sound that we have all we need sounded sus. Um, oh, that was a 13. 13. Um, yeah, she seems to be pretty straightforward. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, you and all the Montier are, uh, must be very excited to finally be taking down Strahd, right? Hey. Have you known about this sword and everything for a while? It is, um, there are stories of, uh, the history of that sword. It was, uh, when it was whole, the sword of, uh, Sergei, Thrad's brother. Um, the, uh, the one that he killed. Oh. Out of, out of, uh, jealousy. Got some big history then to it. And did it, did the story say what exactly it would do? Or is it just a very nice symbology of, you know, taking him down with his brother's sword? <laughs> I do not know. I've, I've never been able to see it in person before, and, uh, I've not heard any tales of its actual capabilities. I see. Yeah, it must be exciting. Do you think you're going to be the one that's wielding it? I do not know. Surely, uh... It's... I, I don't know. I, I would not want to butt in with that choice. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't want to, um butt into anything. <laughs> False just being... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> False sauce. Um, <laughs> well, no, that's great. I'm I'm sure that Sylvia will get a, a good idea on what it does. She's very um, powerful at all that magic and everything. I will say, I... If none of you are... Whatever kind of blade it is, if none of you are capable of... Uh, None of you have the training to wield it. I'm happy to take it into battle, but if if one of you are suited, I mean, the to most ideal use... thing of all would be if um, you and we'll have to see. It would have been hmm. nice if maybe some people other than our group could have gone and done this whole fight. In the beginning, but you know, well, that's how things go, I guess. People that's how fate tried. goes. People have tried, Paul. That's true. Oh, um, I'm sorry, I was a bit rude on this conversation. I can be, um, I can be bad with words sometimes, but, um, thank you. Uh, thank you for your, uh, thank you for your knowledge about this sword. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> Okay, um, that is a 23. 23, okay, wow. Um, <laughs> the first time I've actually rolled well. El Esmeralda eyes you suspiciously, but she can't, like, you see in her face, she doesn't quite seem to uh, break down what you're saying. Just full being weird again. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there are 
probably those who may be able to help if you uh if we were to approach them but i don't know how many are quite ready for it uh considering how recent the the last attempt on the castle was that's true if we can recruit a few people that might make it a bit more possible to achieve uh we'll mm. just have to see what our next move is anyway um thank you for the chat i'll go see how cv is going all right so sevia the sun sword um so the sword itself appears to be a long sword hilt uh so it requires attunement um mm -hmm. so while grasping the hilt the person attuned to it can use a bonus action to cause a blade of pure radiance to spring into existence or make the blade disappear uh, while the blade exists, the magic longsword has the finesse property, so dexterity can be used um, mm -hmm. in place of strength. Uh, if you are proficient with short swords or long swords, you are proficient with the sun sword. Uh, uh, you gain mm -hmm. a plus, it is a plus two weapon, um, which deals radiant damage instead of slashing damage. Um, and when you hit undead with it, the target takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. Uh, the blade emits a bright light in a 15-foot radius and dim light for an additional 15 feet. And the light is considered sunlight. Uh, mm -hmm. While the blade persists, you can use an action to expand or reduce its radius, radius of bright and dim light by 5 feet each to a maximum of 30 feet each or a minimum of 10 feet each. It is also sentient. Uh, it is a sentient chaotic good weapon. With an, uh, and it has hearing and normal vision out to a range of 60 feet. And it can ca communicate by transmitting emotions to the creature carrying or wielding it. Um, I'm assuming by carrying or wielding that does necessitate um, being attuned to it. Um, you're not entirely sure. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I will say, as soon as she kind of gets to that bit where she realizes that it's a sentient thing that can talk to people in their heads, her eyes kind of go really wide and then narrow and then out loud, <laughs> she's going to look at the hilt and say, Hello. <laughs> um, it's it sends out. It it sends you an emotion of uh cautious optimism. Oh, you seem like a chipper little thing. Um. Confusion. Oh, uh, do you not realize you're little? Um, you're only hand-sized for us. Are you used to smaller or larger things wielding you? Or have you not been wielded in a long time? I feel like that might be the case. This place is very dirty. I don't think anyone's been here in a very long time except to either eat things or get murdered. Hmm. 
What is the sword thing back? Nothing. Oh, did I say too much? Is there a limit? Is there like a word limit? Nothing. Are you ignoring me? Nothing. <laughs> she has a little mini just like like just grumpy little little cat face just when Celia sort of gets to the point where she says hello out loud um Beatrice will look up from the book and just watch Celia through that whole thing okay um Is there anything else you want to say to me? Nothing. Well. You alright over there? I believe I'm getting the cold shoulder from a hilt. Beatrice just sort of confusedly cocks her head to the side. Oh, um, it can talk to people. In their right. heads. Right. In, in their heads. Yes. With talking to you? Well, not talking so much as expressing emotion at me. But it started uh, doing, like, not responding to me with emotions. But it sort of felt less as if it didn't have anything to say and more that it, it was making a point of not saying anything to me. Which I am used too, but feels a little bit much coming from what must be a very lonely little sword. <laughs> the sword, the sword emits an emotion of like curious curiosity and amusement. Oh, you think I'm funny? Oh, it thinks I'm funny. Everything's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrice rolls her eyes. <laughs> Exley gets more confused about the concept of humor. Physically, like, falls over. <laughs> um, well, does, uh, it's what we're looking for, uh, she announces to the room at large. Um, would anyone else like to see if it'll talk to them too? All right. Beatrice gets up, walks over and picks up the sword. Yes, I don't think you have to speak out loud to it. I just felt uh, cautious in doing so. Okay. Beatrice just looks at it and thinks, hello. Uh, it gives you it gives you an emotion of it's hard, it's hard to place. It's 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 like recognition, but it's not direct recognition. Like, oh yes. Almost, almost a recognition of a shared motivation, that kind of recognition. Um, well, and she tends to, she tends to, yeah. I see what you mean. Yes, it's quite fascinating, isn't it? Um. You don't really get a lot of things like that in Fielo. Um I've heard I've heard rumors of, of swords and and things like that. Um 
there's a family on a hill where apparently the sword does that all the time, but uh, they don't really share it with other people. It's quite mean of them, actually. They have all this. Not anyway. I'm getting, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, <laughs> what else? What, what else is there? What, what else do you know about the sword now? Um, well, uh, uh, it's uh, it's a finesse weapon. So it generally will use um, strength. Uh, it won't use strength. It will instead Sorry. use uh, your your quickness and your uh, ability to move swiftly, uh, so, like Conrad does. Yeah. Basic, basically, um, a finesse weapon is it can use strength, but it is no. it is okay. cap capable of being wielded like like something like a rapier or or yeah. scimitar where nice. where yeah. you can use more maneuvering uh to do to make your hits rather than relying purely on brute force yes so i mean you can hit people very hard with it but uh mostly i think it's designed for just like getting right in there um it's uh i believe it's it requires you to um, mentally attune to it, uh, as a lot of weapons like this tend to, which I think might make the voice in your head a little stronger, but I'm not sure. Um, again, I don't know a lot about it. Um, it's quite quick to activate, and it shoots out a little beam of radiance, and also quite quick to deactivate and get rid of the beam of radiance. Um, it should cast a light uh, that counts as sunlight in a, in a certain area footage, um, which would be very helpful against someone like Strahd, who you know is re is repelled by the sun. Um, also, I do believe uh, if you hit something like one of Exley's friends, or like a vampire's undead. Yes. Okay. Or someone like Strahd, uh, it might do them extra damage. Uh, Beatrice, you do you do notice whenever. Strahd is mentioned like there is there is a degree of rage and desire for vengeance that uh kind of uh emanates from the sword um and i believe too instead of dealing normal um physical damage there's an element of a uh, radiance to it so creatures like um, like the abbot that seemed uh, resistant to uh, physical attacks would probably uh, not have that same resistance. Thinking, hmm. she looks back down at the hill, back to Celia. Uh, it uh, it doesn't like Strad. Good. We have something in common. That's so weird. It it's alive and it will glow and stab things, even though it's just a hilt. Uh, no. Uh, sorry, sorry. Um, but uh, when you when you are connected to it in your head, you can. Uh, I don't know if there's a. I don't believe there's a code word. I didn't feel the need for a code word, but I assume if you think very hard, you can be like sword, and then the sword will appear, and uh, and then you can also think sword go away, and the sword will 
go away. Like a solid um, illusion. Yes. Yes, can I, like. Ooh. Can I talk to it? Yes. Beatrice. That was your own accent. <laughs> uh, Beatrice sort of looks at the hilt and then looks at Paul and somewhat hesitantly gives the hilt to Paul. Paul tries to hold the hilt in a way that the like where the blade would be is not it intersecting with anyone else <laughs> and then just thinks really hard to the sword. Assuming that there is a solid binary between good and evil. Are you evil? Uh, the sword gives off a, an emotion of, like, it's offended by the implication. Are you offended by the idea of the binary or the question? The sword is confused. <laughs> I mean, same, same. Okay. Um, <laughs> I give it back to Beatrice and I'm like, okay, either that sword is confu as confused about philosophy as I am, or it does not consider itself evil. Oh, I don't believe it to be evil. It That's good. feel evil. It, uh... I do feel a feeling of, uh... Vengeance, truth. It, although uh, I will say it felt quite um, uh, uh, chaotic in nature, not in a, uh, not in kind of the, the the layman's terms of chaotic, more in the philosophical sense of yeah. chaotic. So, from a philosophical, um, like uh, cosmological standpoint, it is a chaotic good uh, aligned yeah. blade. <laughs> nice. Um, well, does anyone else want to want to talk to the sword before we uh, put it away or decide who's going to use it? Um, it is quite interesting. Um, Eggsley, probably halfway through that conversation, um, having come to his own realisation that that's most likely what we're looking for and that it's probably not going to kill us at least before we kill Strahd, um, he has turned back to the zombie that he is now named Eleven, and he is trying to teach it how to play catch with one of the pebbles that he has. <laughs> Just, like, off in the distance. <laughs> uh, Conrad, Esmeralda? I... Yeah, I think I think that sounds like a plan. Well, no, do you want to hold it oh. and think to it? It's really quite interesting. Uh Let's let's give it a try. Wonderful, Beatrice. Beatrice hands it over to Esmeralda. Okay. You see, you see Esmeralda kind of focus for a few moments. And there's like a look of interest on her face. As like, you, you can see like her face is almost like going through the motions of a conversation. Um, All watches with extreme suspicion. 
Oh, interesting. Um, Conrad, do you want to have a check before I hand it back to Beatrice, or...? Yeah, do you want to um, talk to the sword? So Conrad has been sort of um, standing against, like, the um, the bookcase sort of nearest to the, the exit of the library back out to go leave the temple, I suppose. And um, he's had his, like, arms kind of folded. He was, he was looking at his um, the tome he had and then he kind of, like, reattached it to his belt and he's just kind of been standing there with his arms folded, like, watching these proceedings and he, like, he is doing his little glower now, <laughs> which he likes to do. Um, and then he goes, he kind of, like, looks like he's about to say something. He's like, Yes, of course. I mean, we're all touch. We're all touching this one, aren't we? So I suppose this is acceptable. And he will um, stride up to. Is Beatrice still holding the sword again? Yeah. And he kind oh, of like yeah. um, goes to grab it off her. I suppose. If Be uh, if if Conrad reaches for it in a sort of grabbing motion, Beatrice is going to sort of yank it away. Interesting. So, Karen, ah, uh, oh, interesting. Beatrice. He was. He was not. Be he was not being polite. He was coming in at it with his grabby little hands. Goodness, that is a bit defensive for something you have. You so seem so enchanted by. I well, my apologies. Please, and he he like bows his head. May I, uh, may I observe, have a little try with the blade? In the same vein, Beatrice says, "Oh, of course," and does like a big flourish as she hands him the hilt. He glares even more, but then he yanks it out of her hand. Um, Sevilla looks off. at Fall as if to be like, "Can you believe this?" <laughs> <laughs> Fall like nods, but looks like. Very nervous, like, ooh. And what emotion does he feel for the sword? Anything? Nothing? Uh, there's a slight degree of concern. Okay. He kind of just, like, holds it and just, like, tries to imagine how, like, a move in the hand. And then, um, he kind of, like, I guess, turns his back from the others and just kind of, like, looks at it and then just, like, Feeling a bit stupid things. Can you hear this? Like the others? There's no response. Hmm. Not as strong as the other presences, then. Uh, you can't, like, just... Just oh, roll, no. roll me an insight check. Okay. On a sword. <laughs> Um, you're rolling 11s. Oh, that's 11. Okay, so that like that's enough because this is an easy like two mm. plus two kind yep. of thing. If Sevia, if what Sevia said is true and that it communicates through emotions, it may be hard f to get an actual answer to certain questions, particular like even simple, even questions that seem like simple yes or no questions. It might be a bit like it's not exactly straightforward to get an answer from it. Ah, that's right. Emotion is what he thinks. Then he kind of like scowls outwardly again. 
Perhaps later. And then he kind of like just again like trying like just tries to see how it might really like. Interesting. Well, there you go, Beatrice. I wouldn't want to part you for too long. And he returns it to Beatrice. And then again, kind of turns and like stands, goes back to standing glaring near the doorway. Um looking quite stroppy, I think. <laughs> okay. Are we done here? Is there more to observe? Are we making camp or are we are we moving onwards? I don't know about you. I do not have many rations left. I do not think we should spend another night in here. I think we we'd be best to uh, move on and continue out of the temple. Good, good. Beatrice agrees. I I agree as well. I think it would be best. After all, we cannot take these books from this library, so there's not much to be gleaned here unless uh, we wish to while away the time here. And there are other things in the temple, but perhaps it would be best to call the us as a group to uh, make a move. Well, where would we be going? Um, were we still thinking of going back to Mordenkainen and seeing if he can help in our final push to Strahd? He has offered his assistance. That is correct. Perhaps that is the best course of action. Yes. Anyway, with... Or at least mm. heading that direction and then we can get an idea of what to do next. Seeing as we have all of the things from that we need. Esmeralda, question. Town nearby? Uh, the closest, the closest would be, uh, ooh, which would be, which would, which would be closest? Um, we get out our fantasy Amber Google Maps. <laughs> or, you know, the map. Uh, <laughs> where, where? Cora's not native, he doesn't know, know where Steve are. We're about as Far from civilization as we can be um, mm. here. And we uh, will only have your spectral horses if that indeed is still present when we return. Um, depends on which way we want to go. If we want to follow the road, it's going to take longer, but it'll be safer. Uh, it was how we got here. Then we could probably get to Kresk or... or um, or Velaki, or make our way to um, to modern Canaan, uh, by that. Or if we wanted to go in some other direction, we could always uh, try to make our way to uh, to Barovia, the village of Barovia to the uh, east. Back where we started. Mm. Ah, oh, yes, we might be able to get some supplies from there, perhaps. Ah. Purchase some things. Yes. That may be wise. Uh, I think it's a good idea. A point of note about our salesman in this town of Barovia is that uh, there appears to be only one who sells uh, general supplies, and they do um, overprice things yes. by a certain margin. By how much? Uh, ooh, 
It's commonplace for It was ten times. The shopkeeps. It was ten times their typical value. Hold on. Well, um, was five gold for a blanket? Uh, ten for a bedroll. Sounds reasonable. He was straight up robbing people, basically. That's a lot. It's it, yes, that's that's quite a lot. Well, it, does this have anything to do with uh, certain contentions on a certain day? Perhaps. What? <sighs> no. No, we just, we went in and we saw that the prices were outrageous and we turned around, we turned around and left and then something else happened entirely, which we shall not speak of. <laughs> All right. Well, closest location I think would be best. I don't know about you, but I would like to procure more food and uh, medicine, so... I think that would be best, if we're not to linger in this tower. You, you would probably be lucky to find anything, but your best bet would be Valaki. Like, even ignoring the uh, the problems with uh, the merchant in, uh, in Barovia. Good. Well, that sounds like a plan. Mm. So, we have established we will be leaving this temple and no longer perusing what is here. So, um, I suggest we should do that uh, soon, if we do not have any other plans. Um, none. I may, if we do have some time, just before we leave, I might try to acquire some more goods. Good. I also have an idea if we are to be leaving soon. In how much time do you need, 42? And in what direction? I will need no more than a minute. And it is downstairs. Good. All right. Well, I shall say my suggestion, for the interest of fairness for everyone, I would like to go back down to the treasury and grab whatever I can and then run. I think I can run out, outrun the, the golem, so um, if we had to be leaving the temple, it really won't make much of a problem. If um, I may offer a counter-suggestion, because that was also my plan. <laughs> ah. However, I also have some disposable friends who may be able to grab some things and not put us in danger. Good. I, I mean, at the end of the day, um, we have fought a golem once before in here. And I do not wish to fight a golem, Esmeralda. I don't know about you, but I am quite aware of my own mortality and the level at which I have been thrown about these past however many days we have even been down here. Well, it is much better to get in, take uh, what we wish, and leave. Well, at the very least, we know if um, if the worst should happen and we do have to engage it in combat, then we should be capable. 42. 
Yes, Conrad. Shall we investigate then? We shall. Would I would come to. As will I. How do you intend on getting in through the uh, through the crack or through the door? The same way that we got in last time. Yes, we cannot get in through the door. I believe it would be prudent to send right. nine through twelve in, gather what they can, and then all leave as a group. Perhaps we should only send one or two of them in. That's why we have a couple spare, just in case anything does happen to them. That is an option. However, once we... I believe once we interact with any item, the golem will awaken. So, my thinking is, if we are to get 9 through to 12, pick up one thing each, and then make their way back through the crack in the wall, we will at least get three items. That is good odds. Fair enough. All right. Let's do that then. That's the thing. We're not, we're not getting much without um, some sort of fight. But we shall see. Said, as you said, we could get something. All right. Sir. As you guys start walking off, CV is going to be like, so Defal and I just stay up here then? It's uh, up to you. Gets ready to run either way. That's right. It's up it, to us, they say. I mean, it wouldn't <laughs> hurt to have the extra firepower if things should go south. Uh, <sighs> Fine. Guess we can be in the vicinity. Just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I just go fine. Yes. Okay. As we start walking down, CB is going to go next to fall and just be like, I just really don't want to get hit in the head again. That hurt. That's what I was thinking. That was a really bad blow you got. I know. My vision went all double. It was very strange. All right. I did not like it. So, uh, as you... I'm going to drag these tokens to... Thank you. This map. Um, now, as you are um, getting into position and getting ready, uh, I will ask you all uh, to make sure uh, to, other than Beatrice, as we completely forgot that she is immune to this because of her dagger from Van Richten, uh, a constitution. Saving um, throw, please. I thought part of, uh, did we not establish that we lit a fire in the library? No, did you we did forget not. To... There was one. Oh, damn. Did we no. forgot. Oh, yeah. To... yeah, there was one. There's, like there's... I thought we left it burning when we left. There's there's only so long it will remain unattended. Okay. Well, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't establish that we relit it. So I guess we have to. I broke my horrible chili streak and I got a dirty 20. Heck yeah. Nice. Hey, finally. 19. It was um, a constitution roll, wasn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah, saving throw. All right. Oh, saving throw. 17. Okay. Nine. Oh. Nine. Uh, 16. 16. Okay, so Sevia, please take a point of exhaustion. I will. Uh, as does Esmeralda. 
So. Oh, do I already have a level of exhaustion? I should have gotten rid of that before. So, yeah. Um, so one level of exhaustion isn't too much of a hassle. It's just disadvantage on ability checks. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Still. So. It's not fun. Not great. <laughs> oh, it's not great, but it's it's better than the uh, later effects. <laughs> Very true. All right. So. Um, is... As we enter the room, um, Exley does a quick check just to see if anything's out of place, if that crack in the wall has suddenly gotten bigger, if there's, like, maybe a golem-sized hole through it. Okay. Um, it... If anything is just out on, of place. On this side, it is... On this side, it doesn't appear to be out of place. Okay. Excellent. Um... Conrad is a bit. Yeah, Conrad is is um standing uh like <laughs> kind of like a little military watching by atten- watching it um intently as well as um Exley is hyping up his little squad. And he's standing like on, on on the second like alley of like the crack, I guess. Um, because and um he goes point of order. I can uh get in and get out quite quickly, so I might, once they have been sent in, stand by to grab whatever if they get close enough. If you wish. I will um, instruct my friends to go and stand at an item each. Excellent. And on my signal, they will grab something and run for the crack. Right. Excellent. Should be exciting. Almost like a, like a lottery. <laughs> well, um... Conrad, if that need does arise, do you wear any type of armor? I only wear leathers. <laughs> he like did gestures to himself. You can only see some strapping. <laughs> you can see uh, whatever on the items magical, like uh, the 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 trap that triggers is the goal the the golem. Uh, yes. Does anybody have a spell prepared that might get Unfortunately, Beatrice, it is anything that is touched. Uh, I believe um, the second uh, I even, uh, well, when I first went in there, uh, I knocked some coins scattering, which were not real coins, by the way, um, and uh, the golem did start to be wary, I believe. It only attacked, however, when Vilnius took an, took a, an item of some consequence. I'm, and to be fair, I'm not sure if anything like dispel magic might accidentally get rid of the magical properties of the item. Ah, fair enough. But um, no, Conrad. If this, if you do need to run in there, um, she's going to walk over to you and just give you a really awkward, like, little pat on the shoulder, and that's going to be mage armor. Excellent. He kind of like just yeah. gets a bit uncomfortable, like um, flusters when you do that. But like he's, yeah. he will let you. Yeah. So kind it... of puffs himself up when you when you approach <laughs> as well. So um, this might be absolutely useless for you, but it, it does. You now have a AC of thirteen plus your dex. Now I just want to check. That's with, pretty good. With mage armor, because there might be yeah. wording in it that it doesn't actually it work. Up to eighteen, if... I believe. It would, but it's just whether or not you touch a willing creature who isn't wearing armor. 
Does do leathers count? Yes, unfortunately. Oh. Did I just waste the spell slot? Yes, you did. Oh. Well, I guess the 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 blue kind of glittery magic that normally happens with mage arm, I kind of shimmers over Conrad and then just kind of almost falls away and CV's like oh um what was that that doesn't are you wearing armor just uh, well some in 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 a fashion oh oh is that a problem spells can be persnickety um i may uh some the spell i was going to use won't work if you're wearing any kind of armor unfortunately Oh, unfortunate. I'm sorry. I just touched you for no reason. Apologies. It is of no consequence. Well. Uh, yes. Well. Mm. Then I guess um, I'll just give you a good hearty a good luck. No problem. <clears throat> Thank you very much, Sylvia. It's much appreciated. Good. Wonderful. Yes. Now, then, wonderful ally Exley, uh, how are you going with preparations? Fortitude. I believe they are ready. Good. Then we shall see how they go. All right. Very well. And I instruct my uh, 9, 10, 11, and 12 to walk into the room and at the same time pick up a different item that is not a coin or coin shape. Yep. And then return to me swiftly. So place place them by the pile they are grabbing something from. Okay. They will go here, here, there, and that one. It is also interesting to note zombie three, which is the one that would be closest to the golem. Uh, actually, no, we'll go zombie two, which is the one furthest from the crack. Uh, and therefore has the longest distance to run, that one is Vilnius. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair. Valid. And Karin's going to go halfway. Well, he's going to go close enough so he can observe. And I will give them a mental signal when they need to pick up the item and run to me. All right. Uh, so is Conrad going in to grab something himself? No, who's just standing he's by just there. Standing he's observing. By. Okay. But so, oh. so he's, he's wriggled down the crack and now he's just standing sort of like a little entrance into the treasury. All right. Ready. Alert. Ready to roll a one for his initiative. <laughs> uh, so I... roll me, Mitch, using <laughs> the zombies' uh, abilities. Uh Four investigation checks, so one for each pile to determine what they grab. Investigation, is that intelligence? That is intelligence. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so... <laughs> okay. Um, so the highest is an eight... The highest is an eight. The highest is an eight. I have an eight, a seven, a six, and then a five, which is rounded down to a one. Ugh. It is like the lottery. I might grab something good. Mm. Okay. Uh, the only instruction I gave them was something that w didn't look like a coin. 
we're gonna get that little rocking horse, y'all. <laughs> I, I do ever so hope one of them just grabs the arm of the stone golem. And like, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! All right. Okay, so we're about that. to get some amazing loot. Um, hmm. We're not gonna be getting that um invisibility cloak Darby kept tempting us with. Oh, no, but we are going so to get a visibility cloak, which when you wear it, people have advantage when they attack you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, visibility to the golems. We're going to get three earth dollars and a button. Uh, Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. And okay, so as as they go to grab them, can I get everyone to roll for initiative? I don't want to fight. I'm not fighting. <laughs> I mean, still roll for initiative for when you yeah, act. Yeah, yeah. But... Oh my god, a natural twenty. <laughs> so that's a twenty-four. So under our house rules, you do have uh, advantage <laughs> on your first action. Um. Mm. All right. <laughs> Um, so 24, you said? Yep. Alright. Uh, Conrad? 14. Okay, excellent. Nine. Um, Esmeralda is... Yep. Uh, Beatrice. Nine. Uh, Sylvia. Also a 14. Uh, so full, the one who wants to fight least. <laughs> yeah. And the zombies. There's nothing I can really do. Most well. importantly. <laughs> We're literally just grabbing something going. This is going to be quick. Um, individually or all together? Uh, let's let's do them individually for this scenario. Oh, that's terrifying. Face. Okay. Oh, uh, there. Is that under? Is that just dexterity that I'm adding yeah, to that? Yeah, just dexterity. Cool. Or should I say subtracting from that? <laughs> um, so I've got a 16. Okay. I have an 11. Yeah. I've got a 6. Yeah. And I'm hoping for Vilnius a 5. Fine. Okay, so I'll make a note that is Vilnius. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. I'm sorry. I'm not. All right. So, um, all right. Let's let's go. Um, so, Paul, are you doing anything? I guess I'm just gonna hold an action to attack the golem if it breaks through, which. Would be very bad luck. Okay. Uh, the first of the zombies. Uh, is just going to book it for the crack. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't like this sentence, but... <laughs> I'm so immature. Literally every time we talk about the crack, I'm like... <laughs> Alright. So the golem is going to take an attack of opportunity. Cool. Um... How many hit points do these zombies have? Not many. Uh, they have 22. No. Yeah. Okay, so it's a single slam attack. 
That is a um, it's, 23 yep. to hit. Uh, yes. Uh, Very much so. And that is 3d8 plus 6. So, you know, they could survive. It's alright, we've gotten rid of an opportunity attack. Uh, which they only get one of ever. I'm oh my sure. god, 21. <laughs> he lives? <laughs> We get our reward! 21, okay. Oh my god! That skeleton has one hit point. Uh, that zombie, rather, has one hit point. Just double-checking, they don't have... Yeah, no. Nothing, nothing... Uh, no effects on bludgeoning damage on them. Okay. Uh, Conrad. Uh, Conrad's just gonna prepare an action, which is... He's gonna just grab whatever gets near him. Alright. Can he prepare a bonus action? As uh, well? Uh, no, it's not quite. Alright, he's just gonna grab whatever comes one. near him. Okay. Even if it's multiple things. Okay. He's just gonna have his hand out. Alright. Uh, Sevia. Um. Not really gonna do. I get. Can I hold an action if that action's a cantrip? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then I guess, um. She is going to hold a fire bolt uh, yep. for if uh, it looks like the golem is going to break through the wall. Okay. Um, all right. Esmeralda is... Yeah, she's going to do the same thing. Um, okay. Zombie 2's turn. Uh, zombie 2 is going to book it for the door. Okay. Can they dash? Uh... Oh, no. I don't think so, technically. That's fair. Because of their nature. 10, 15, 20. Alright. Um... <laughs> okay. So, next is the Amber Golems go. Uh, it gets two slam attacks. It's going to start by targeting the one oh, on... I moved the wrong one, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was the miss. There you go. Uh, there we go. Uh, it's going to start by attacking Zombie 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a 14. Uh, that hits. Yeah. All right. Uh, not as much damage this time. Uh, 17 damage. Okay. Uh, all right. And the second attack will... Let's say it's on this same zombie. Uh, 25. Uh, yes. Uh, and that... Oh, where was that damage before? Uh, this is, uh... 26 points of damage, so that zombie is gone. 26. Uh... I failed the undead fortitude, so he is dead. Alright. Uh, just obliterated. Uh, alright, and that is the golem's turn. Uh, actually... Uh, Exley does nothing. He just moves back. Okay. Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice also just stands there with her arms crossed, crossed and does nothing. Alright. Uh, next is Vilnius. He will move forward 20 feet. Okay. So it has been the golem's turn, so it does get its attack of opportunity back. Mm-hmm. So it's going to make a swing for a slam at Vilnius. Yes. Uh, that is a natural one. Ah. 
desperately wanted to be smashed. Yeah. No, I want to keep him. Um, I want him to endure as much damage as possible. All right. Uh, fall. You'll go. Oh, just I guess the same. Just gonna keep holding an action if okay. the if it gets out. I'm just vibing here. Yeah. Uh, zombie one. We'll move forward twenty feet. Okay. Uh, uh, technic- technically, it can only move forward 10 feet because of that that being uh, half space. Fair. It is It is considered difficult terrain, effectively. That is okay. Uh, it is well, still out there. Yes. It's out the other side, yeah. so once we're done, we can see what thing it got us. Yeah. Mm. Incredibly okay. magical and dangerous item yeah. that we found. Conrad, Ooh. holding again, like holding to grab again? Roman. There's a zombie right near him. He's just gonna dash yeah. out, grab the item, and then throw it back through the crack. And then, with his movement, he should be able to then get okay. back to his vantage point. Yeah. So that item uh, that you grab, that so you from grab, Vilnius. Uh, yeah, from Vilnius was a rusted helmet. He kind of like rolls his eyes, but he like throws it back through the crack, and then just yeah, resumes his spot. Okay. To see if he gets it from the last zombie. All right. Uh, Stevia. Um, she is going to go up to, oh, can I get there? 5, 10, 15, 20, yes I can. I want to get to the entrance of one of the cracks. I just want to look through and see if I can see if the zombies have actually grabbed anything good. And if we, and if they haven't, if we do need to go in. So one of them uh, appears to have. Uh, so one of them in the room that was in the room uh, appears to have a rusted, uh, yeah, a rusted great sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that has gotten out to you guys seems appears to have a uh, a gemstone, a small like a small gemstone. So it might be worth something. Okay. Um, they don't appear to be grabbing anything particularly good. Ah. Uh... I don't know experiment, we... really. Doesn't really matter. Is that a problem to you, actually? They have performed their duty. I am proud. Goodness. It's only a matter of if we want the magical items, I guess. There are greater things in this temple that people do not wish to make use of. I think some items are not really a worthwhile thing, oh, it's something to worry about missing. Why are we... So, okay. Beatrice just rolls her eyes. Okay. So a reminder, we are still in initiative, so... Yes. Is there anything <laughs> else you're doing, Sylvia? Nope. Nope. Okay, Esmeralda, again, is just going to hold a firebolt. Um, the zombie 2. Will move. Mm-mm. Probably get to there, I believe. That's 15, but then yeah. won't be able to move an extra no. bit. Okay. Cool. So the Amber Golem is going to step forward and whack at Vilnius. Vilnius, no! <laughs> oh. 
that is that is one off a crit. That is a natural 19, so 29. Just. Uh, <laughs> uh, it is going to. Oh, I completely thought it had something that it could have used. Eh. Wouldn't have really. Wouldn't have really changed anything. This fight doesn't have a lot of emotional impact. No, Darby. No <laughs> this is thing. It. Uh, so Exley 20, is upset. Twenty points of damage to build. Rich Exley. Cool. He uh, lives. Well. Oh. The first attack. Yeah, this is the golem's turn. It gets two attacks. The second attack is a dirty twenty. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, and it is. 18 points of damage. Okay. So does it succeed on its... No, it doesn't! He's dead again! So Vilmus oh. is destroyed. Farewell. Bye. And then the golem is going to use the rest of its movement to get right up to the crack. Alright. Excellent. You're good. Um, well, seeing the golem at the crack he's just going to make his way just squelch himself past sevia so squeeze on through uh grab the item that's in that other zombie's hand yep. and then just move on so back. the rusty great sword yep all right and he'll just move back um let me just check something let me check something because uh, he's got reach. Only five foot reach. Okay. Alas. Uh, Alright, yeah. So that's your go? Yep. That is the entirety of Exley's okay. go. Okay, Beatrice. Again, Beatrice is just standing there with her arms crossed, and now she's just sort of tapping her foot impatiently. Okay. Paul? Paul's just like, uh, going well there? And just holding an action. Okay, the zombie that is outside, like that is in, in the antechamber with you guys. Uh, he just moves forward and then renders himself inert because his job is done and he's okay. waiting for more instructions. All right, Conrad. He gets out of the crack. He's like, <laughs> okay, well, that was not very exciting, but took longer than I was hoping. Just moving out? Um, yeah. He can dash yeah. also if he needs to get out of there. That's not the concern. The golem is going for an attack maybe. opportunity. Okay, all right. Uh, but I rolled a one, so oh. that's a. So it goes to swing at you and misses. Yeah, he just like like ducks his head in the second and tries to smash him. Yeah. Okay, well, not very exciting. Had any good loot? Checks level forty-two. I think we should be leaving now. Okay, Sevia. Uh, uh, does it look like the golem can get through the crack? Uh, it is hard to tell. It is physically too big to go through either of the cracks. Running! I think we should be running. Running right now! Uh, and she's going to, uh, start... Well, start to dash, but when she gets to fall, she's gonna, like, grab his arm and, like, loop it through hers and try to continue dashing, but clearly that has to wait until his turn! Alright. So you're effectively holding the dash action. Yeah, until... I get halfway through dashing and then I'm like, uh, the Super Mario pause. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Esmeralda, following that lead, is going to. Yeah, she's gonna go upstairs. 
gonna put that out of the way for now. Alright. Um Zombie 2. Zombie 2. Damn it. Yeah, he'll he'll just step back five feet. Okay. Then that's all. Alright. Alright. Uh it is the golem's turn. It is going to attempt to uh slam at the the stone between the two cracks. Uh, yeah, so it's doing some damage. Alright. Fair like, like, a, a brick dust falling from the ceiling as it uh, rattles our bones? No, not quite yet. Um, oh, it gets another attack, that's right. Uh, <laughs> Please paint us the word picture. Yeah, so, so Exley and Beatrice are probably in the right spots to kind of see through the cr- uh, Actually, every everyone but Conrad probably has a decent enough angle to see this um, as, as the golem kind of brings its arms up and lowers them down to like the point of this section of stone in the center, this section of amber and does so again and each time there is a thunderous sound but uh thus far no uh significant uh structural damage appears to have occurred gotta take this temple down <laughs> all right actually collapses dramatically behind yeah. us you're good I'm going to tell how much room is there in that crack area? Like, is the golem covering all of it, or is there a bit above the golem? So the golem would be... There's a little bit above the golem. But not like 10 feet? No. It's not that vaulted. Okay. Uh, What about the room that uh, the golem is currently in. Is uh, Exley was on the roof for a little bit as a spider. Yeah. Was um, there? Was it a particularly high roof? Let me double check. Uh, so it was. Da, 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 da. I don't. Yeah. So the ceiling was thirty feet high in that room. Cool. No, he's not going to. Um, Exley will just... Yeah, Exley will just wait for his zombie friends. Okay. That's all. Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice is going to hold the dash action Hmm? um, until Exley... 
turns to come up the stairs with everyone else. Okay. Now, are you using your movement on your turn as well to get closer to the stairs, or you're just... No. Okay. Holding this. Okay. Fall. Yeah, so Fall is going to dash, but um, slowing themselves to Sylvia's pace. Okay. Oh. <laughs> dash, 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 dash. All right. So uh, we both make it another 30 feet. Yes. Yes. Uh, All right. 15, 20, 30, we get there. All right. Uh, zombies, turn. Uh, zombie one? Uh, zombie one. Zombie one does nothing. Zombie one does nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Conrad. Zombie one's got an item, yeah? Uh, uh, yes. A yes. gem. Four to two. Are we leaving now? I believe that would be the wisest option. Good. Shall I take the gemstone or leave it in your friend's hand? My friend is very close to a second death. You should absolutely take the gem. He takes the gem and he dashes up to the stairs. Okay. <laughs> we'll be out of initiative soon. <laughs> All right. Sylvia? Uh, uh, I would like to hold my action to do another dash when we get to Fall's turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, Esmeralda is, is running. Uh, zombie 2. They'll just move out next to Zombie 1. All right. Uh, the Amber Golem uh, is going to... What is the what is the range on this thing? Uh, range on this yeah. thing. Too far out of range. Okay, so it's going to make two slam attacks against this section of rock. Um, both of those are enough to do some damage. So let's go... So. Alright, so there there's enough damage that's able to start its journey through. So about... So there's, there's just this cool. kind of, um, yeah, yeah, there's, there's some, uh, some of a pillar of the stone standing, um, but it's, it's still going to need to do a bit to get, uh, to get through, but it is uh, a bit close for comfort. Uh-oh. Uh, Exley, you'll go. So... How much is left of that pillar? Um, Does it look like it might break through it in, you know, six to twelve seconds? Uh, cons- it is possible. You're you're no expert in in stonework, uh, so it's hard mm-hmm. to tell with precision. But considering how long it took it to get through that first bit of stone, it's a possibility. Cool. Um, and also, when we were in the room the first time, did Exley notice how quickly it could move? Uh, Romy, uh, perception check. Uh, that is a... Oh, 18. Okay, so you would have noticed that, like, even though its movement was kind of restricted by the size of the room, 
that it seemed like it had no less difficulty moving around at the same speed that you were. Cool. Excellent. Uh, in that case, I will instruct my zombies to go and stand by the staircase. I will request Beatrice to stand behind them, and I... 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We'll go there. All and right. I will wait. All right. Beatrice. Uh, yeah, well, uh, Beatrice will listen to Exley and move up behind where the zombies are. All right. Are It's, uh, sorry, just on the map, is that where the zombies currently are? Uh, that's where they are currently, but I've told them to go and stand at the base of the stairs. All right, so she'll stand just up the stairs. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, next is Fall. So Fall, you're... Yeah, I'm going to dash as far as um, Sylvia can dash. Dash! Right. Let's so go, So I'm going to move you to the other map as far yeah. as you can Thank you. So you probably get... Anxiety twins are on the other map. <laughs> yeah, we outie. Look at us go! All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Next is a zombie. He will do what he has been told to do. Everyone stands there. All right. Um, uh, Conrad? Um, he's just going to, I guess, really say, quarter two, let us depart. Okay. And then he will go up the stairs. All right. Uh, are you using your dash action or bonus action dash He's getting all? out of there. The gold's not going to catch up to him, okay. Darby. <laughs> he's out. All right. Bye. Move you to the other map. Okay. Thank you. Stevia. Uh, well, if we're on the second map, are we out of initiative or no? Uh, not necessarily. I, I okay. will allow you and Paul to, like, kind of move in sync if you so desire. I would like to continue dashing as that was our pre-planned instruction was, uh, run and try to avoid any skeletons on your, on any skulls on your way out. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to, if Fall is allowed to move with me, continue a pace until we exit this temple. Okay. Yes, that would be nice. Uh, as well. And the whole time she's doing like the the Mulan, like get off the roof, get off the roof, get off the roof, but it's like get out of the temple, get out of the temple, get out of the temple. <laughs> okay. Uh, Esmeralda is doing similarly. Uh, zombie two. Zombie two will do as he's instructed and go and flank zombie one. Okay. Uh. The golem, again, is going to make two attacks against this stone. Uh, those are both enough to hit. Uh, ooh, that first one did a lot of damage. Uh,
character. Uh, yeah. So, so actually, kind of hearing the kind of hearing like the 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 impact as the the golem hits the stone. Um, you can hear that it's giving way and it's not going to hold out for much longer. Um, cool. All right. Uh, and it is your go. Um, <clears throat> hmm. I will turn to Beatrice. Okay. I may be able to acquire an item or two from the room. However, that does require the golem to get out. It may be wise for you to make your way further up the stairs. Uh, yeah. And then he'll turn himself into a raven. Okay. Anything else? He will just start to fly and just do a little circle work in the air. Okay. Maybe 10, 15 feet up if he can. All right. Uh, Beatrice, your go. You're muted, babe. Yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't hear that either. Um, no, uh, Beatrice is going to say, uh, don't do anything that's going to get yourself killed. We don't need it that much. And then she's going to turn and, and dash up the stairs. All right. Uh, yeah. Do I have enough movement? Dashing uh, to get up to the next level. Yeah, so you you would have been like no. it would have been ten feet to get to where I've placed you. Awesome. And then uh, however far you want to go from there. I will say as soon as she gets up to the library, she's gonna scan and just make sure that we've picked up all of our stuff okay. to leave. Yeah. Alright, yeah, people are easy, like, you're collectively travelling reasonably light, um, mm. so you're able to easily grab it and run. Um, okay, uh, four. Continuing to run? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, zombie one. Uh, I instruct them mentally to just defend that area. Okay. And that is all for both of them. Conrad. He's leaving. <laughs> okay. Audi. Sylvia leaving. Yes. Esmeralda is also leaving. Uh, zombie two also defending. I take it. Yep. Then the amber golem. Let's see. Yep, those are both good enough to hit. So. Uh. for the first one. And this may well do it. Unless I roll really badly. Oh. I roll badly, but not badly enough, as this amber shatters and the golem steps through. Um, Hopefully it can't fit through your other doorways. Hopefully it can't climb stairs. Yep. 
Alright. And that is where we're going to leave it for this <laughs> episode. He's <laughs> loose to golem in this place. Uh -oh. <laughs> oh, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for Thank listening. you. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Bye. 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 Bye.